All right, welcome back to another episode of Focus on EDU. I'm your host, Doug Konopelka with CDW Education, and I am excited, as always, to be here. I feel like that's the obligatory thing you say at the beginning of a show, at the beginning of a podcast. We're excited to be here. We're excited for our guest. And that's true today. Uh, coming at you from across the pond is Shubna Nika Taylor, who's the curriculum manager for Coventry College. So I'm going to bring her in, and what we're going to do is just start, tell us a little bit about your name, or tell us your name, your role, a little bit about your background in education. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, so I'm Shubna Nika Taylor, or Shubs. Um, so I'm the curriculum manager for digital at Coventry College. Um, I'm also the co-founder of the Coventry Crosshairs, which is the collegiate esports organization at the college. Um, I've been in education for about 13 years now. Uh, so I initially started out as a media lecturer and I've moved across the sort of digital area, I suppose. So I became a games lecturer and esports provision then started at the college. Um, and then I've kind of worked my way up. So now I'm a curriculum manager. So. All right, perfect. So a lot of our audience is US based, but we're growing. So let's do a quick rundown first of the education system in the UK, you know, because in the US we've got elementary school grades K to five, roughly five to 10 years old. Um, middle school grades six through eight, high school grades nine through 12. So that goes up to about 18 years old. That's where like the required education bit stops. Uh, and then we move to college and university, uh, which is generally, you know, starts with a four year degree. Again, that's not required, that's extra. They, you know, students here pay for that on top of it. So do a quick walkthrough uh, for folks today, just to kind of level set with what does the UK education system look like? Of course. So um, in the UK, I guess the elementary school element is our primary education. Um, so that's up until the age of 11. Um, after that, they move on to secondary school, which they'll be there until they're 16 years old. Um, and then they'll choose to stay in education or find empl employment um, until the age of 18, where they could study A-levels or BTECs, which are usually made up of numerous subjects, especially if they're doing A-levels as well. After that, the young people can choose to go to university um, from the age of 18 plus, and that's where the free education ends. So that's when they'll start getting student loans and they've got to fend for themselves, move away from home, all of that scary stuff. Um, but typically students are 21 when they complete university. However, some might take gap years, um, so they could be older. And so in a nutshell, that's our education system. Perfect, and where does Coventry College fall uh, within that? Um, so we've got 16 plus, so usually 16 to 19, but we do have some adult education provision as well. Okay, perfect. So you are a curriculum manager there. What does that mean? What do you do? Um, so the best way to describe it is that I oversee a curriculum area. So I have the joyous um, job role of overseeing digital, which in my opinion, and with some bias, it's the most exciting area because it consists of esports, media, games, computing. Um, and like I said, it, it is a an exciting area because we've got young people in the department who really produce some amazing work and it's quite impressive um, you know we've got some examples of students working in game studios um, at tech companies so it 
it's great to sort of be in that sort of environment. Um, so my main roles are to support the delivery of these courses. So we help them develop, the, the lecturers to develop their courses, ensure that our young people are equipped for the world of work when they leave us. Um, and I tend to maintain the high standard of work that the educators do in that area as well. So that can happen by me sort of supporting them with planning the curriculum, observing lessons to help them share best practice. So we look at different ranges of teaching techniques. And if I see something, I'll talk about it in a meeting and say, speak to this person because what they did in the classroom was amazing. Um, and I also collaborate with other colleges, schools, industry professionals as well to support with my role um, and to help enrich the employability status of young people as well. So we're trying to get employers in to um, better kind of prepare them for, for the world of work. Okay, so you, so you said digital is the overarching umbrella and then um, you said esports was one of those uh, media. Mm -hmm. What what was all uh, encapsulated there with digital? Um, so we've got computing and games. Okay, very cool. So um, you, because this happens during the school day, right? I think that's something that's a little bit mm -hmm. different um, than than what we see for a lot of schools when they're starting out. So um, interesting that esports falls into that category. Can you tell us a little bit about? Mm -hmm. Um, what that all looks like. Um, in terms of esports at the college? And yes, esports e at the college yes. mm -hmm. as part of a curriculum. Yep, okay. Um, so initially esports began as um, a fun mini Overwatch tournament. So the students were really excited to be part of that. Um, it was really exciting. And they found a lot of value in that, um, especially where they were unintentionally developing soft skills such as teamwork and communication um, with this particular team we got to the finals and so you know they were obviously buzzing um, with so much joy that they they were able to be part of this awesome tournament um, so since then we've run some tournaments through the British Esports Federation um, and competed in the students championships and then eventually one of the UK's um, examining bodies then released an esports qualification. So which then sort of looked at the broader sense of esports in education. So topics like more about the ecosystem, the coaching, shoutcasting, branding and marketing. We've got business and sports um, as well as some sort of niche topics such as psychology and game design as well. Um, that's all part of this uh, this qualification. So our approach to the course was that we allow the students to focus on the media side of it. So we aim to do weekly streams on our Twitch channels whenever we've got um, a match on as part of the student championships. Um, and we try to have a full production team. So we'll have casters, we'll have observers um, and of course our players as well. Um, so these streams normally takes place every Wednesday afternoons. So the teams compete in student champs. Um, it's a really good vibe in the environment in the esports suite that we've got, um, as well as it being sort of quite nerve wracking as well. Um, but there's lots of emotion in, emotions involved. And uh, yeah, it, it's quite a buzzing course area um, that we've got going. 
Well, that's great. So, so it sounds like you've got the Coventry Crosshairs, which is really the competitive team, right? That that takes mm-hmm. that forward. That does those the competitions you were talking about, and then mm-hmm. you've got the students who are part of that qualification, mm-hmm. which you know in the U.S. would be roughly like a CTE program, a career and technical education mm-hmm. program, and they're running a lot of that broadcasting and the things that are going on in the background as part of their qualification mm-hmm. okay yes, great yes yeah. so, so yeah uh, sometimes we might have some students outside of that qualification as well and um, so we've got some photography students interior design architecture they've all sort of been a part of our esports provision as well so it's not just limited to to my curriculum area okay very cool so what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? And you can go big, like talking about full UK educational challenges, mm-hmm. or you can talk specifically about, you know, Coventry, Coventry Crosshairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of those big challenges you're facing and trying to solve for? Okay, then. Um, so I think globally within esports, the the main sort of challenges that we're facing is around toxicity and sexism, uh, which is an ongoing battle. Um, so we at Coventry Crosshairs try to push so hard um, around inclusion to create a safe space for young people as well. Um, and I think we're getting there. And I think that as Coventry um, Crosshairs are well sort of established at creating these safe, safe spaces, um, we're quite proud of that. Um, and we, like I said, we all sort of try to change the mentality of these young people as well to say that, yes, this is a competitive game can take it seriously but we also need to protect the sort of minorities within these gaming communities as well um, so along with that i think stem learning and careers for girls is another challenge that we're trying to tackle as well um, i've said this already that digital in terms of what we cover within that department um, it is an exciting area but i feel that some girls still shy away from that from these subjects um, for example, out of all of the esports students, there was about five on the course. Um, much better than last year, where we only had three. Um, but you know, we are sort of working on that, um, and it is growing. It's just baby steps at the moment. Um, so we're working on growing the numbers through case studies, celebrating our women in esports team, um, and I think that it's more about how we market that and showcase the industry to be inclusive as well um and so that's like those two were more like a personal thing for me that you know this is what i want to drive um i recognize these being challenges um and i've got a huge backing of people to support me with that as well which is great um and then i think finally the other challenge around esports is that proving that esports is more than just games um, so I'm still constantly fighting a battle about the benefits of esports um, against parents, other educators, which is quite disheartening. Um, and unfortunately, other young people as well, where they might know what esports is, but they truly believe that those students that are on these courses are just playing games for the whole time on their timetable. Um, And it's not the case. In fact, we don't encourage them playing games during lesson times unless it's a coaching module, for example. So, um, but then again, I used to have these conversations about games development um, and now it's switched over to esports. And when I was at school, I had these conversations with people that were fighting against the notion that studying film wasn't a real course. Um, So I think we'll get there. 
one day. It will just take some time. Yeah, my one uh, films of Stanley Kubrick class back in uh, college maybe wouldn't have been around mm. then. <laughs> Um, so what are you, uh, most excited about in education right now? Um, I think, uh, two things really, um, two main things. Um, first of all, with regards to esports, it's about supporting in shaping the world of esports in the UK. Um, so I should have mentioned this earlier, but I'm also on the advisory board for British esports. Um, and I find that experience really valuable. And I truly believe that as a board, um, we can change how people perceive, perceive esports and share the amazing things that can come from that. Um, so I'm quite excited about where that takes us in terms of the place of esports within the UK. Because um, I know that some countries, you know, they have established it as a real sport. And I think eventually we we will get there. Um, and the other is that there is a big push on bridging the gap between education and the course areas that I oversee, uh, that being media, games, computing and esports. Um, and we're in an exciting position where we're looking at ways to close that gap, where we're speaking to employers um, and most employers seem very, very sort of supportive with that. You know, they want to offer advice to our young people. They want to talk to us to make sure that we can shape our courses to then um, become a course that students can take that will then make them more employable as well. So it's all about kind of using those tools, those resources to enrich the education of young people. And because there's a big push for that, employers are kind of all over it. And that, that that is really good news for us. Very good. Last question. So, um, you know, what are some resources, blogs, books, whatever that um, mm -hmm. or people that you heavily rely on um, that folks could uh, connect with or track down? Okay. Um, so, in terms of my answers, there there's a bias with digital. Um, so, the first book in terms of education that I would recommend is. Uh, a book by Shanila Saeed. Um, she's the head of education for Digital Schoolhouse and Yuki. Um, she wrote a book about how to raise a tech genius. Um, and it's about utilizing the digital world that, you know, young children are, are growing up in, but it's about teaching them the notions of logic, creativity, helping them develop problem solving skills. Um, you know, I read it a while back, but now that my daughter's old enough to start understanding these notions, I'm going to read back again and start utilizing the, the tools that are in there as well. Um, and with regards to esports, and this is great for anyone that wants to consider esports in their educational institutes, um, the British Esports website has a wealth of information. Um, talking about esports in general, skills. There's some great examples of colleges that have adapted esports into their curriculum um, and they're constantly updating it as well. So I know that in the past, even though I've got experience within esports, I've still used that website for resources and um, it's a great learning tool in the classroom as well. Well, Shubs, thank you so much for sharing some time with us, sharing your story with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been great. Thanks for joining us today. 
Don't forget to like and subscribe so that you can be notified whenever we post new content. Looking forward to seeing you next time.